In the real world, with cars and houses and time, there lived two bohemian housewives with deep Midwestern roots. Then one day, they were airlifted and dropped into the middle of Crown Heights, Brooklyn. These are their stories. (laughs) What do you think the name of that song is? Hillary is running for president. (laughs) Or as I said... Earlier, Hillary has announced. <laughs> Hillary has announced her presidency. <laughs> Hillary has announced her presidency. I really thought that's Cheers, what was going girl. on, but maybe that is what's going on. You know, it's Listen, like let's get it done, people. You know what? Like, like, what's the competition? Fucking Chris Christie. Ooh. Okay, I I don't even want to say the names of any competition of any Republican I'm, names. I'm just trying to diss New Jersey. Yeah, fuck New Jersey. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Chris Christie. The thing is, is that, like, you know, I am not... Hillary is not, num- like, every single thing issue golden in my heart and in my life. But if she is going to be the candidate that we get behind to, A, be the first woman president and to, B, beat a Republican, mm-hmm. I'm in. A hundred percent. Same. So... And- I also just feel like it's 2015, motherfuckers. Let's no do it. woman president. This Let's is get pathetic. It done. What's going on? This country's the worst. Yeah, like how does Let's get over it? Look at all the other countries. Like, like yeah, it's been happening forever. Let's just get it done. Think about like Iceland. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Think about Iceland, you guys. Think about fucking Iceland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm very excited. It's happening. It's real. It's about it's, it's about time. time. Let's get it done. Let's do it. I'll knock on doors for her. I will. I will knock on doors for her. I think it's a good. It's it's. Uh, you know what? I'm just. I'm go. I'm. I'm. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. I like it. I'm in. I'm in. Great. I was into Obama as soon as he announced even against Hillary because. He aligned at that point much closer to my ideals and beliefs. He's also was repping Chicago at the time. I was in super hard Obama. Yeah. Love Hillary. Mad love for Hillary. But now for me is my time for Hillary. I mean, again, I, if Elizabeth Warren decided she was running, I don't know, I'd have a difficult time. But I just... Right. You know, I would have a difficult right. time. Right. Like, but. there are people it would be easier to get behind. There's probably not another person who's definitely going to win. Right. So Hillary announced her presidency today. Hillary, that's what happened. Cheers again, girl. You are a true, real housewife of Bohemia, Hillary. I love you. I don't know about Good Bohemia. Luck. I mean, but although back in the day, seen, I was just gonna say I've seen the pictures of her in the sixties. That's Never what mind. I'm saying. That's what Never I'm saying. Mind. Yep. You know, she's that taking long a hair, different, those glasses, yeah, those striped pants. Oh damn! Yeah. Uh huh. That's look it up. Today. Yeah, look, look him up. up. Look him up. See another side. See another side of Hillary. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> oh man. Well, so guys, 
We went on a field trip today, and it was mildly successful. Becca, mildly. 100% forced me to go out a field I trip. I peer pressured Lauren bad, and I, I didn't even want to go that bad. Hard. I was talking myself out of it, too, and so then I just decided to try to start talking both of us into it, and um, this was all happening over email, rapid fire <laughs> email, <laughs> because Somebody stole Lauren's phone. If anyone's listening, yeah. we know where you live. <coughs> 180th and Birdside. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, yeah. So we have to email back and forth to find out what's going on. Are we going to podcast? Are we going to go to the <laughs> occult bookstore? Here's yes. where I think we need to start. I, here's a, here's okay. a part of the email. Dramatic chain. reenactment. Here's a, here's a part of the uh, dramatic reenactment of the email chain. Okay, I write this to Becca. All uh, no caps, <laughs> no, all no lowercase, all lowercase. I don't know. Bushwick is so far. Am I an asshole? I could do it if you want to. Bad. I also feel like I don't know. Not bad, but not so physically great. <laughs> I walk to get coffee and have been on the computer all day like a di- <laughs> like a dick. I would be fine, like watching Game of Thrones <laughs> if you're <laughs> not into doing something because of cramps, which I totally get. I could also, like, meet for a drink. Why am I so bad at leaving the house and doing things? Lots of I statements in parentheses. So then Becca writes back, Good work on your I statements. So I'm thinking it's almost mid-month and I still feel like a half-assed witch (laughs) writing these spells, so maybe it's time for me to head to the occult shop. And then also, we thought we could do an episode about it and we're both free today and it's beautiful out and there's a tarot society meeting... So there's so those are my pros. Cons, we both don't feel great. And I write back in all capital 439 p.m. <laughs> Becca wrote at 438. 439 p.m. All capital letters. I hate you. 439 p.m. Because you are so right. 439 p.m. How do we get there and when do we go? <laughs> 4.40 p.m. Ha, ha, ha. I totally talked myself into it, too. It worked. 4.41. Boo. All right. I think it's getting boring That's where now. it is. We <laughs> end at the boo. It's where I wanted to end, too. So, guys, it's real. It happened. We did it. We walked. We did it. We walked to Bushwick because, from Crown Heights. Oh, right. I guess there is this other part of this thread where once I convinced Lauren that we should go. Yeah, there's it a lot. Was how should we get there? Yeah. Taking two trains and transferring at Broadway Junction sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Taking two buses is like, uh-uh, what? Not, do I live in Milwaukee? Not happening. Where am I? <laughs> two buses? I'm must be living in Milwaukee in 2004. No way. No way. Although, yeah, I did that every day. Anyway, so nostalgia. We'll get there later. It's coming up. It's coming up. So then I thought, let's do a quick Google search to see how far it would be to walk. One hour, two minutes? No problem. So I suggested to Lauren that we walk to the occult bookstore in Bushwick. And I think I had some choice words again. (laughs) I don't remember what they are. Maybe something about how so right or... No, I think it was not that, actually. I think it was something that was a lot more hateful. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that the um, the subject line of this is thank, thank you. Thank you. And we just keep going back and forth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Maybe that's what made us so polite. Oh, here's the point where I thought that you were, when you were like, ooh, it's, when you said the two trains, the yeah. two buses, I was like, oh my God, she's she's done. She doesn't want to do it. 
I was like, that's what I'm fucking saying. Sometimes I'm just like, I read my own fucking tarot cards. I don't need you to read my tarot cards. <laughs> and then you were like, well, should we walk? And then I said, okay, you're on another level right now. And you said it's perfect walking oh, yeah. weather. Which I had to pay for for hours. That It's <laughs> apparently not perfect walking weather today. No. And then I... <laughs> told Becca that she should see my face at that exact moment and that I was eating cold pizza and thinking about it. Were you horrified? I was horrified because I knew you were right and I knew we had to do it. It was a gorgeous day. It was in the 60s. Not a cloud in the sky. We needed to walk to the fucking occult bookshop and I was not happy about it. What kind of witch are you if you just can't do that is what I kept telling myself. Well, come on. And I knew, what I just knew it. I was like, God damn it. Well, fucking God damn it. Fine. Like, when do I have to be at your house? Ugh. And, you know. And then I showed up right when I was supposed to. I did it. We went on this walk and it flew by. I barely we even had noticed a lot we of fun walking. talking. Yeah. Well, so, you were, you okay, were so pretty pissed the whole time. <laughs> I would say you were. You kept warning me about what a bad mood you were in. Kind of like, watch out if I snap at you. I just want you to be prepared. And the only, the only time, oh, this is so witchy of us, I'm remembering this, the only time we actually got in, like, a tiny little fight was when we were both trying to, like, hold out our arm to point to the direction home, and yeah. I was like, it's that way, and then Lauren was like, no, no it's no. this way, I used to drive, okay? No, in that neighborhood, <laughs> I still, I mean, I stand behind it, I, it's true, it was the only, anyway, it was the end of the journey anyway. It was a very hilarious, like, no, North, it was Northwest first. Yeah, we were like it was pointing like seventeen first. degrees yeah. away from each other. And I but want like... you to know that the way I was pointing <laughs> was the right way. <laughs> All right, I mean, <laughs> no, who fucking cares? It was just like get us home with drinks. What we realized, uh, what we realized, is that we were alcoholics. Was that... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I realized. It's like why? Can, why is the only why thing I'm am thinking I about not is getting a drink? Fun. Yeah. Why am I not having fun? Oh, dude. Listen. Towards the end, we had walked. It was like we just yeah. want. At the end, it was like what the sun was going down. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm tired. It's been the wind is in my face. I'm so like I get whiny and bitchy, especially. Isn't today Sunday? Today is Sunday. I don't like leaving the house on a Sunday. Yeah. I hate it. I just, like, on yeah. principle, can't handle it. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much asked of us all the time. Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that Sundays are a really good day to just be like, I mean, people go to church and, like, do their, it's like yeah. your own, it is it's like, like my that, church day. The Again, Sabbath, talking if you will. About, yes, talking about the the whole deal, the whole Catholic ritual deal. We just can't stop. Can't stop it. We can't stop. So we go right to the occult bookshop and... What did we, what did well, we think? <laughs> Collectively. I, there's, I have something that I together. already, I'm going to say something first off that pissed me off and has always pissed me off. It's called Catland. And <laughs> you guys, I, I've like been open about this. I understand the connection between witches and cats. I understand the connection between women and cats. I understand the connection between humans and cats. I get Moons, it. cats. I despise Loves cats. and cats. All sorts of different human emotions and human people like cats. I am not one of them. And so for like the best, supposed best, occult, 
bookshop in all the land of which I hail from to be called Catland and to have a cat shrine. <laughs> there were multiple shrines. I mean, but this was at the entrance, and I understand that <laughs> below it was a Ganesh. Th- that was that your was shelf, mine, and, and yours mine was, was I understand, the top and I appreciate you showing me that. But that was my first aversion to it. However, Maybe you're focusing on the wrong things. That is a possibility. I think I got into it a little bit more towards the end. Okay, but I did. We both ultimately decided that it wasn't the right time and space to get a tarot reading, right? Which was interesting because yeah. it's sort of what we were going. You know, the. I'm just, can I be open and honest? Please. It just didn't, I don't know, I didn't, it, we decided to maybe talk about like, if I had an occult shop, mm-hmm. what would it look like and feel like? It would not look or feel anything like that place for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it was a bad vibe, but it was an odd vibe. I think the dark colors of everything, like I get it, but even if I had like an all black shop, I would have plants everywhere and just, I don't know, fucking stuff yeah. and artwork and it was just bare right. and right. there's a lot of space with a lot of just like one, like not, you know, maybe not a ton of merchandise, like it just, it didn't feel um, encompassing to me. And I would want my, I would want, you know, some, the light in there. I would just want like some sort of coziness, I think. Yeah. Even if it's completely on, literally all black walls and like, I'm okay with that. It might also need to be all white walls. Who know? I don't, maybe all what, like who knows? Yeah. But like, it just didn't feel, it felt, um, empty. I don't know. It's like when you read in the New York com about the occult bookshop in Bushwick, you're... <laughs> You're imagining something real serious. Like, you're imagining you're going to walk into this space and it's going to feel like a weird-ass spot, you know? Yeah. No, not at all. Just kind of bare. Oh, man. There was this place called... Oh, okay. Talk about nostalgia. Yeah. Here it comes. A little before we even thought it would. I don't know. We can get back to... Circle back back around over and over. All the time. But there was a place called Healing... Earth Resources, H-E-R, and it uh, was, yeah, do you remember Salt and Pepper Diner on Lincoln and uh, and Schubert, not di- quite diverse, you just, I don't low. think I ever went there. Okay, and there's like a hoagie hut there, and there's, you know, some, some spots, but long ago, there was this place, and we lived there, and so I could like get permission to like go walk around the block to go into Healing Earth Resources, and it was always like... Crowded, and there were, and I was in middle school, yeah. And there were, you know, crystals and magic books and witch books and feminism books and Ganesh things and Indian art books and people giving tarot readings and incense, incense and posters and jewelry. And you know, I think there possibly was a little cafe, I'm not 100% sure. There was a room for yoga, there it was a whole deal and I would like hang out and chill it was so lucky it was super great you know what I mean like in addition to chilling at the alley which is you know a a notorious Chicago haunt like you know in that kind of Belmont and Clark area this was like my home joint and it was on the hippie tip not the like goth you know yeah alternative raver grunge 
type, right. which is the alley. I was, this is more my, I would wear my Birkenstocks and like, yeah. you know, yeah. it was uh, a special place and it is no longer, they moved to have like a bigger space, but again, it was like huge and not, the other place was cozy and warm and yeah. the big, just, it, they just couldn't fill it, you know? How would you characterize that shop? Like what kind of shop would you say that is? I would not call it a cult, although I'm sure they would have a cult. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, a progressive spirituality shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really like that. I mean, probably a lot of people would just call it a new age shop, sure, sure, right? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But that it had, it's I definitely, I think, one of the major first. Did you know that place Shakti in Madison on State Street? Yeah, I'm sure I went there. It was I can't like remember, that type of vibe. It was like books and statues, and yeah, yeah, you were definitely in there. Cards and you know the whole thing. It was definitely my first. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in Milwaukee there were places like that when I was growing up, but it was more like a combination of many things that didn't make sense to me. You know, like maybe there was like, I guess like the place you're describing had a bookshop, but like you know, I don't think there was really like one. There are a lot of weird little places, though, that, like, just don't exist anymore, except for, like, in my memory and nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are again, where I'm just like, I know, like, I was in these, like, weird little stores, like, on weird little blocks, and they just don't exist anymore. Like, that that kind of culture, I don't know, there's, like, a hippie part of Milwaukee, but... For sure. It's not so visible anymore, I think. New age. I mean, it's a derogatory term by now. I feel like, mm. but what a great phrase, really. Love it. New age. New age. <laughs> Shit is new age. Yeah. That's a, like I want to start saying that about cool stuff. That's yeah. New let's, age. Let's let's do that. I'm age. going to new yeah. age. That is very new age. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess like. I guess like another way of describing that store would be bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> And oh my I, god! I wasn't trying to set you up to say that. It just became very obvious oh, that I was missing god. a big one. I was that's missing absolutely a big one. Real. Yeah. Well, oh right. Oh my god! That's like that's what Bohemian makes us... housewifery is so new age. Bohemian housewifery oh is like new age goddess worship in part. It is so new age with a tougher Brooklyn edge. It's fucking. <laughs> which is why it's so. New we age. walked to Bushwick. You guys, what? <laughs> What? Come at us. We are so tough. You've never seen anything more tough than that. We walked there from Crown Heights, you guys. Uh-huh. I was like, no big deal. What? what? Huh. You want to get, you want to stand on a corner and point in different directions? Fine, we will. We had to take like two streets. Who cares? Who, I don't even care. We're going to do it and we're going to keep talking, even if we're, even if someone's in a bad mood. This reminds me of on the way home when we stopped at Roscoe's Pizza and we were trying to come up with, <laughs> we were trying to come up with cool things you do in a pizza parlor cool because Lauren asked for a glass of water while we waited for our pizza. So they hand her one of those, you know, those red pizza parlor glasses of water. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So they hand her one of those full of water. I don't even like. I'm, I blinked, and she had chugged the. Whole, she had chugged the whole thing. She slammed it down on the counter, and then she's, and then she like as like a victory dance started playing air guitar, and I was just like, up until this moment, she had been like so pissed that I had dragged her out of the house, like not having any of it. And suddenly, she's like air guitar. So then we tried to think. 
<laughs> then we were trying to think of like other cool things you do at pizza parlors because we determined that was a really cool thing you do at a pizza parlor. But none of the other ones were funny. It was like, drink five root beers. <laughs> Win I, the Pac-Man game without sitting at the Pac-Man table. <laughs> that was one of them. Win the Pac-Man game without sitting at the Pac-Man table was definitely one of them. Oh my god. So, actually... That's... We kind of killed it. <laughs> Actually, we are awesome at hanging out at the pizza parlor. <laughs> and then old man Roscoe just, <laughs> just like was like, "Excuse me," and just like walked right between us because we were clearly like laughing too loud in his fine pizza establishment. <laughs> oh my god. Getting kicked out of Crown Heights so soon. Yeah, well, come at us. I don't give a fuck. He clearly got that taco place across the street shut down. Old Man Roscoe, he was so pissed that that place opened up. He would just stand there and stare at it. And then when I walked in holding some avocado slices in my hand from that taco truck, he fucking kicked me out. I I almost wiped out. I tripped and I almost wiped out. And as soon as I caught my balance... He, like, came over to me, and I was like, oh, he's, like, concerned or something. Because I almost wiped out on my face. And he was like, you can't bring that in here. You can't bring those avocado slices in here. Anyway. What a weirdo. I think he got that place shut down. I could tell a few stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Becca, we're you finally getting me. We're finally getting down to the neighborhood gossip, which yeah, is right, what everybody's which, been know, waiting exactly. for. <laughs> you guys, I can't believe nobody's requested it yet, no. frankly. We call out Crown Heights all the time. Yeah. So, I don't know if you're wondering what's up in Crown Heights. Guess what? I still buy the pizza, though. You so know, we buy that pizza up. I'm going to put up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll take my slices outside. I'll yeah, take them out. I, I see what happens if you cross old man Roscoe. Yeah. Whoa. Not I've shut seen down it. after a weekend. Bye bye. It's over. Hey, so Becca, when we went, I just wanted to go back to Catland. Mm. Catland. so magical. It's, it was, it, Becca picked up a Starhawk book, The Spiral Dance. Um, Pretty legendary stuff. 20th anniversary edition. It's the Spiral Dance, a rebirth of the ancient religion of the great goddess. And there are are several sections. Um, Witchcraft witchcraft as goddess religion. Mm. The worldview of witchcraft. The coven creating sacred space. The goddess. And so on. And then there's um, a list of exercises. So, such as shadow play, waxing moon meditation, sensing the aura, banishing mirror, mirror. Then there are invocations, chants, and blessings in a whole separate section. For example, invocation to the ground of being, uh, moon mother, spells. Very interested. Short section, anger spell, the ink drinking spell. The ink drinking spell, spell for loneliness, spell for fallow periods, safe space spell, spell to know the child within, spell to be friends with your womb. So I should definitely write poems for all those. And then some herbal charms. So anyway. We've got a lot. There's a lot to work with. We have access to a lot of information in this book. Yeah. So I just thought like, as you heard in the emails, that maybe I was being kind of a half-ass witch writing these spells and not really learning any 
any um, new magic, you know, in a more disciplined way. Just sure. kind of like pretending like I knew the magic already. I guess my first lesson was humility. That's what I want to say. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I just realized you it right now. You just took it to, a, as I said in the emails, you're on a new level today. This level, you're just on a different level, than, at least than I am right now. <laughs> and I'm very appreciative of it. And I have and a I lot of it. cramps, so I'm not really sure why you're I'm doing seeing great. things so clearly. Cheers, girl. You're killing right now. Thanks. Honestly. Thank you. So, yeah, I realize, and not that I'm a fake witch, but that I don't know shit. And so stop, well, stop trying to pretend like you can just, like, conjure this from inside of you purely. Like, go learn something, maybe. Well, yeah, and, like... There's just space for so much information. Yeah. I totally, I feel that that's, it's so awesome. And what a great thing to end up picking up. I'm really pumped about it. I've never read it. I know, I used to, in Colorado, I used to, I read it some Starhawk, but I don't yeah. think it was from that. But, yes. Man, we're just like trashing Brooklyn small businesses on this episode. Do we need to like rep somebody real fast? Um, we totally if we want to. Yeah, I like well, your, I like your bodega. Yeah, the bodega's great. You know what else is great is Juice Hugger is a Crown mm-hmm. Heights establishment that's owned by a woman, and they're making like delicious veggie and some. I think just like they, I think they have halal chicken, but mostly all veg, and they have juice cleanses, and that's an awesome establishment. Is that on Franklin, it's on Bedford or Rogers. I think mm-hmm. Bedford, and between. Like, up from Prospect? What's the next one after Prospect? St. Mark's. St. Mark's. Maybe between Prospect and St. Mark's. Oh. It's called Juice Hugger. Nice. That's awesome. That's a good one. Sounds great. Yeah. That's a good one. And also, I love unnameable books, but that's more... Absolutely. Prospect Heights, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Crown Heights, but true. it's still a good locally owned Brooklyn place. Mm-hmm. Um we like Mayfield. We like we like Mayfield a lot. We also really like um, Silver Rice is super dope. Silver Rice is great. Silver Rice is great. Morris Sandwich Shop is delish. Pretty much all the tacos. All yeah. The, oh, and Chavela's uh, Gueros. Yeah. Wherever. Well, and also um, uh, is is it is it called Natural Ingredients? The Juice Shop on um, Franklin. Mm, veggies, veggies. It's called Veggies. Yeah. That's a great spot. That's locally mm-hmm. owned. Yeah, there's there's some you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if we've got some some things to say. You know what I mean? Oh, I love catfish. You catfish right. is one of my faves. Feels Cat- like a real bar. Yeah, catfish is cool. real neighborhood bar. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, so I feel like we got our <coughs> Crown Heights we karma did back. We got some Crown Heights karma back. I want to. We're going to talk about. I think we've got one more thing. At least we might. I mean. You turn to... Do we want to talk about the pages we turn to in Starhawk? Yeah, sure. We did this thing where, like, Becca... Bibliomancy. We did... Well, we, but we did it in a different way. Oh, right. Well, we tried to do it regular, but when I was flipping the pages for Lauren and reading it, I kind of felt like it was maybe for me. So, no, but let's explain that we oh, how okay. we did that. So, we, like... Becca was flipping, and instead of choosing when to stop herself, I would choose. And it seemed well and how now I'm getting all confused about how it went because it was it was like 
what was, you, when thing who you was called holding it, the book. Yeah, it was who was holding the book. It seemed the message seemed to be for her. Yes. And so mine was the goddess. The goddess. When I was holding it and Lauren called it, it was the goddess asterisk. And then in the like superscript next to the asterisk and two more asterisks. So like I don't yeah, even know what's going on with that. But there's this that. great intro paragraph. Um, I'll just read one sentence. Whenever you have need of anything, once in the month, and better it be when the moon is full, you shall assemble in some secret place and adore the spirit of me, who is queen of all the wise. I don't know. Like, reading that makes me feel like I definitely made the right purchase. (laughs) And then when Lauren was holding it and I called it. Yeah, I got um, the cone of power. Which I've had experience with in New Zealand and with the wind. And today was a windy day. Mm-hmm. And I was very complaining about it. Yeah. And I think that the thing... <clears throat> I'm just going to read out some ideas. Wordless power chant spirals up in a cone form, an upright shell of cornucopia. Hold the vis- visualization until it glows. And then, hold on. Sometimes words or phrases come through, let the power move until it falls suddenly or gradually. You know, I've had experience with that too recently with these hymns that Sarah Louise on our sisters, and I went to go hear at the cloisters. They were medieval hymns, and wow, it was very um, meditative and amazing. And it was the day before Easter. It was very kind of like rebirth, resurrection phoenix rising sort of day it was great it was super great and i had sort of a experience cone of power experience Mm -hmm. within the meditation space i went to you guys it was very cool so you had at least two cones of power in your life so far sure that's more than most i imagine it's really nice i feel like don't you feel like you've had some not really no I think that I maybe have, if that's what a cone of power, like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. It's nice. Yeah. It's, I feel very, it's, I mean, there's, it's, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super great. Um, the last thing we've got to talk about yeah. is the principal's office. Oh, bum, bum, no. bum. You're headed to the principal's office. Go to the principal's office. Report to the principal's hey, please office. please report to the principal's office. Please report to the principal's office. Well, apparently we've both been Sent called to the, yeah. to the principal's office for fashion for reasons. For fashion reasons. And we haven't ever talked about this before, but it is something that made a big impact on me over the course of my middle school and high school years. Sure. First time Catholic school, Mr. Giuliani, principal tiny little Napoleon dictator type principal. Uh-huh. I was wearing lipstick at Catholic school. Oh boy. And he saw me in the hallway and he came up to me and he went, wipe that off your face right now, young lady. Like, just like that in his weird little dictator voice. And so then I had to like go to the bathroom and just wipe this lipstick off my face. And like, of course there was no policy saying I couldn't wear it. And that stuck in my head once I got to high school and I would wear slip dresses to school, one was actually a slip because that was in, cool. That was, it was fashionable. The coolest thing. It was the coolest thing. I still think it's cool. I still think it's <laughs> cool too, and I still have one of my faves. Um, just nostalgia. Too yeah, many I, can't give it up. I just gave my purple mine all up. slip. 
And then there was another dress I bought from the Delia's catalog. Yes, yes, And it wasn't actually a slip. It was just designed in the style of a slip dress. So both of the times I wore these dresses to school, got called into the principal's office, I made the principal go find the part of the school dress code policy that said that I could not wear this. Such a baller. Yeah. Like, later I was like, oh, right, like daughter of lawyers of course I was like let me see the language or like poet whatever I was like I want to see the language I learned my lesson at Catholic middle school and I'm in public high school I'm still getting in trouble for being risque and it's like let me see the language and so she pulled it out she made a photocopy of it and highlighted it and like handed it to me and it was the phrase or otherwise distracting like that oh my god that phrase was in the dress code and so I don't know I think I've seen on Facebook a little bit actually and just on the internet in general that like there are high school girls now like fighting yes. their dress codes yes. all over the country it's like a thing that's it's happening so fucking cool. and I like uh it just it makes me so happy because at yes. the time this was happening to me no one ever yeah I think it's like the power of the internet or something that yes. like other people hear that people are upset about this same issue and like realize that it's fucked up. And, like, to, to think all of these girls are, like, protesting their dress codes, I love it so much. It's, I love it the most. Cheers, you guys. If you're, if you're listening and you're doing that, you are the coolest. Like, yes. well, I mean, Heroes. such a great yeah. fucking job. Heroes. It's true because it's, like, if you're being sexualized, it's the fucking person who's doing that. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It is not the clothes that you're wearing. No. Yeah. Oh my god, it's beauty. It's beauty. Yeah. It's literal beauty. I'm so happy that's a thing. It's like a it's like a high school feminist movement. Yes. It's really cute. I love it. When I was a high school More feminist. Cute. It's yeah, it's 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 but <laughs> yeah. it is. It's also I think of like when I was circulating pro-choice petitions at Catholic school yeah. at lunch and convincing people to sign them even that was though they're like I'm no. But I was also <laughs> wearing mini skirts and I would get called in by the dean. And there was the the dean there was two deans, a, a guy, a man and a woman, and the man was the coach of the basketball team, so he, of the men's basketball team, but he would still kind of like, you know, he wouldn't really get me in trouble because I was on the basketball team, and you know, he would maybe say something, but he wasn't like going to really get me, but the woman, I don't remember her name, man, she was intense, and she would get me all the time, but yeah. when I would be following her from the lunchroom to her office, I would unzip my skirt and pull it down like really low around my hips and like make it stay so that and like pull like blouse out my shirt so by the time that we got there I would have to she would bring out a ruler and measure because it was only allowed to be four inches from the middle of your knee and she would bring out the ruler and by the time that we got back it would be there and she would be like what like every time just like okay go ahead go back to lunch nice sorry thank you yeah it was great method it was great I also got there are workarounds in this yeah, world. Yeah, there's workarounds. I also got called into the principal's office um, for acting like a dumb blonde. No. Yes. That's terrible. Well, it was interesting. It was my coach, who was also a blonde woman who I loved. And I think that I was like, I was in like seventh or eighth grade and the like dumb blonde jokes were cool. Like everybody said, and I was like very like, <laughs> oh my God, like this. Like I think I acted like very, very dumb. Like I, like I was clearly a smart person, but I just like pretended that I, cause I thought that that was like the cool, sexy thing to do. Yeah. And 
oh, how horrifying. But like, that's, I think what I, I, that's what my vibe, I was like, I, I thought that that was the most valuable thing to do. So that's what I was like going for. And she was like, no, like this is not going to happen. So I think she told the principal. And then of course the next year became the principal, my coach. What? But she told the then principal that like I was acting like a, like, you know, that I was not acting as smart as I am. And what a weird thing to get brought into the I know, so I was called for. out of science class. What? And he brought me in, and she, she, I think she was there also. And they just, like, had this serious conversation with me about, like, it's cool to be smart, it's don't, like, act Aww. this way. Yeah, and, That's like... really nice. Yeah, that was You're the first... good teachers, yeah, coaches. really good people. Yeah, and then, she, and then Deb Sampy, honoring our sisters, became the principal, and still is the principal of middle school. Oh. Yeah, she gave me my well hand. deserved. Yeah, exactly. Well deserved. Really impressive. Yes, thank you, thank you, Deb. So, so there we go. I mean, that's that's we did that's it. What we got every time we try, we do it. And I think, you know, maybe somebody out there is listening. There's that Dart Williams song. <laughs> Are you out, out there? there? Are you listening? I was out there listening all the ta ya 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 ya. 